Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to another edition of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, with me all the way from Intercourse, Pennsylvania, my good buddy, Mysterious Mike. Hey, everybody. So, Mike, are you sure you've never done this before? Because you drive like an absolute pro who makes a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I love that quote. Um, so, we're talking about uh, Fred Claus. Um, and Fred Claus was uh, directed by David Dopkin. Its writers were Danny Fogelman, Jesse Nelson, and the story was by Dan Fogelman. Uh, it's starring Vince Vaughn, Paul Giamatti, Elizabeth Banks, John Michael Higgins, uh, Rachel Weiss, Kathy Bates. And the synopsis of the story is Fred Claus, Santa's bitter older brother, is forced to move back to the North Pole to help Santa and the elves prepare for Christmas in exchange for cash. So, Matt, uh, I know this is one of your... Uh, favorite movies do you want to start talking about it i guess uh i i'd say you know um this is one of my more enjoyable christmas movies i'm not a huge fan of christmas films but uh i'm not gonna say i hate christmas films because if you do you're just soulless and i mean i am pretty much soulless but i still find uh humor in lots of them you know um Die Hard is an amazing Christmas film, and I don't give a shit what recent poll just came out that people said, oh, Die Hard is not a Christmas film. They're liars. Die what? Hard is a There's Christmas film. There's a poll film. that said it's not a Christmas film? Oh, yeah, dude. There was a huge one. It was a bunch of people were uh, asked recently, and it made a bunch of film review websites and things. And the majority of the American public that participated in said poll said Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I listened to an argument about it on a film podcast that I enjoy to listen to. It's called Slash Film Daily. It's mostly news, but they have one episode a week. They do a half hour to an hour every day on film news and entertainment news, basically, but mostly film and you know TV and stuff. But on Mondays, they do what they call the water cooler, and it's an hour, hour and a half of discussion of just what they're doing and farting around with. And they were talking about this poll. And oh, man. he asked the the owner of the site asked all of his you know managing editors and writers and other things what they thought. And one of the guys had a very very good argument arguing. I mean, he was getting angry arguing that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, and how he justified it is. We'll use this film for an example, Fred Claus. All right, let's do it. This is a Christmas movie for sure. There's Santa Claus in it. There's the North Pole. If Christmas was not a part of this movie, this movie would not exist. Die Hard. This is, again, this is his argument, not mine. I am in the complete opposite boat. I feel that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Everybody else can go to hell. But Die Hard, if you remove the Christmas aspect of Die Hard and say you put in Halloween or you put in St. Patrick's Day or whatever, it does not change the movie in any way, shape, or form. The only reason 
Well, um, it, it would change the party. The reason to have a party. It would change the party. That's right. But they right, could but have a party it. for whatever, right? right. They could have and, a party because they made sales goals or something, right? Like, right. They could, right. And that's his argument is that all that Christmas is in this movie is a party. And I'm like, well, but when you think about it, Bruce Willis, his character would not be flying home for St. Patrick's Day or Halloween or anything like that. He would only be coming home for one of the major holidays, especially since he's separated from his wife. Yeah, but See? it could have been like Thanksgiving. That's true. It could have been Thanksgiving. That's true. And it but, could have uh, been like a sales goal, like like meeting, like we made it ahead of Christmas quarter or something, you know, but whatever. But still, how many times would, you know, you make the, uh, it, no, not, not Bruce Willis's character, but uh, not McLean. But uh, how many times have you ever had an office Thanksgiving party? I mean, we've had them at my smaller jobs, but at my bigger jobs, they're the bigger corporations I've worked for. They just typically go, okay, we got you a turkey and we got you um, a ham. And then you guys bring in a bunch of sides and have your own Thanksgiving lunch. Yeah, no, that's essentially it's never what been we do like too, a big right? Party. You're, you're, you're right. It's not a, um, like a separate, like a, almost a, I guess the difference in in uh, my current job would be like is it an on a weekend kind of thing like a weekend party like where you go is out and you're dressed outside? up is, is it, it outside, outside of, work? of working hours yeah yeah outside yeah. of working hours because even the smaller companies like my current you know uh, job with the uh, Burger Mini Group you know we're technically a very small company there's only like five employees technically everybody else is contractors but um we have a Christmas party on a Saturday evening, you know, uh, exchanging gifts and having food and all that stuff. So I think even like when I worked at bigger jobs, you know, like Mikayo's and, you know, bigger, more corporate places, like they would have a large Christmas party at some venue off site, typically, or in the case of Mikayo's, it was at the biggest restaurant kind of thing. But Still, you know, Thanksgiving, no, they didn't do shit for Thanksgiving. So I still stand by my argument that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't give a shit what these people say. We probably should stop talking about Die Hard, but this is a very heated topic because we are going to review Die Hard later this month because it is a Christmas movie. There, I'm done. Mike, Fred Claus is awesome. All right, so Fred Claus. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I like this movie, but I don't think I like it as much as you, Matt. Um, for me, uh, as far as Christmas movies go, I really like a lot of the what I consider classics. So this is like um, Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, um, dude, you can't touch Christmas Vacation. That's uh, that's up there. Oh uh, yeah, you know, like I really like Elf. Um, Home Alone, uh, even though it's kind of goofy and stuff, I really like Home Alone even now, even though like it's so unrealistic with a lot of the things that happen. But I mean, so are a lot of movies. So, um, let's see. Uh, my wife has, uh, got me into a couple newer movies. This movie called While You Were Sleeping, uh, is a pretty good movie. And, um, is, is that one of the Hallmark movies? No, it's not a Hallmark movie, but it's a Sandra Bullock uh, movie about um, this guy uh, basically kind of gets in a coma. And um, a a anyway, uh, sh she rescues him. Um, 
Because he was on the subway tracks and f- got kind of like mugged or whatever and, and in, in Chicago and she kind of saved him. And this is like the, the man that she kind of fantasizes uh, of uh, being with. And she kind of tells a little white lie that she's his fiance to see how he's doing. And then it gets out of control kind of quickly. And then she meets all his family and they're all wonderful and. Eh, it's kind of a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a romantic movie, but it, it's uh, it's done really well, and it's you know, it's like Chicago area, and like uh, Maggie, a lot of Maggie's family is from Chicago area, so she related quite well to this movie. Well, we should get her and Lala to hang out then. Yeah, no, they they probably they would be best friends. Yeah, I mean, Maggie didn't actually grow up in Chicago, though. She she only uh, went to visit her family there often um, oh. you know, during during things. So, not quite the same, I think. But uh, anyway. Um, okay, so you uh, don't like Fred Claus. You think it sucks. I no, like it I d- because it's really it dark and it's a good sucks. story. No, I didn't think it sucks. It's just I don't I don't think I like it as much as you do. I love Vince Vaughn, though. I like that it's dark and it's silly and it's funny and it's, you know, it, I mean, it's legit dark. Like, people don't think about it. it. It is. Like, the ending is what, you know, makes you feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. But it's dark. I mean, think about it. He, God knows how old Vince Vaughn and Santa Claus are. And he basically hasn't talked to his brother in hundreds of years. <laughs> and he calls him up to get him out of jail. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Well, it's, I, there's like little things you see that just like are so much fun. Like his brother is Santa Claus, right? Paul Giamatti is Santa Claus. Yep. And Fred is the older brother. And so Paul Giamatti's job is being Santa Claus giving to people. Well, Fred's job is a repo man. I mean, that's just, that's brilliant writing. That's just hilarious. It's the exact opposite of Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You know, one of the major issues, I guess I'll talk about it real quick, because I, you know, this movie is from 2007. This movie's 11 years old. I don't think we need to do a spoiler section. We're just going to spoil the hell out of it, because you probably have seen it if you're listening to this. Um, One thing that really bothered me, granted, it is 2007. The CG was just brutal, dude. I mean, it's brutal. It's really just off-putting. Yeah. Well, maybe they just hired the cheapest whoever. I don't know, man. I'm right. guessing because it's just it's just nasty. And then you know you have like cameos like by Ludacris, and it's like, oh yeah, okay. I <laughs> that know that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I know he was a big deal like back then, but still, how much did you pay this one guy to be in the film for thirty seconds? You could have taken that and put that into your CG budget, and maybe made the imposed faces onto, um short people look better I, I don't know it just it that just creeps me out it looks so bad yeah well let's see Ludacris was in the Fast and the Furious series other than that man I don't feel like he's been in much man no but no he was a up big time musician at the time not like you know I mean he's still fairly well known but he was at the top of his game in 07 yeah that's why he was getting these movie roles to begin with Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. 
Um, it, you know, it's interesting. Like I hadn't seen this in a long time, so that was kind of cool. I didn't, I didn't remember um, Kevin Spacey being in it and Elizabeth Banks, and like, I feel like Elizabeth Banks has done so well with um, the the Hunger Games series, and then also uh, she directed those um, those singing movies. Um, yeah. Yep. Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Pitch Perfect 1 and Pitch Perfect 2 were directed by her. I don't think she did number 3. But, um, yeah, she's just blowing up. Like, she's just done all this cool stuff. So it was interesting to see her, like, in this this movie. So Well, and she's really excelling behind the camera, which whoever thought that, because she did a pretty good job in front of it, if you ask me. Yeah, no, she did. She did. Oh, I, I think she just likes doing the directing stuff maybe likes it both or maybe she just wants to get out of acting i don't know who knows 40 year old virgin was just hilarious Mm. she was so funny in that movie oh man yeah no she was great but okay so mike um kevin spacey being in this movie did did it bother you with all the allegations and things that have come out since like, oh, I was I wondering if he, I was wondering if you were going to bring up any of that stuff. Um, I, 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 of course, you have to. I mean, Kevin Spacey's in it. I personally, you know, yeah, he's a fucked up person. But there's a lot of fucked up people that have done a lot more things in this world than be a big fancy actor like Kevin Spacey, and they're still in their jobs and they're still doing, still doing their things. And this was long before all this shit came out. Hopefully, none of that shit happened on this set. But who knows? But still, I'm not going to tear it apart because he's still a a solid actor and he did pretty well during this, you know, but being a good actor doesn't mean I have to like you yeah, or no. like what you did or what you represent or whatever. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> unfortunately, he, he is a good actor um, and I've liked a lot of the movies that he's come out with throughout the years. Like, The Usual Suspects is one of my favorites of his. Oh, but, dude, that movie is so good. But, uh, and, like, I liked K-Pax, and there's a lot of movies. A- a- anyway, American Beauty a little bit. Like, there's some stuff I liked about that movie. But anyway, it, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, he was in this movie. That's fine. I'm not, you know... But but do you think people should boycott a 11-year-old movie because of the things that have surfaced now? Um that's that's a touchy issue cuz no matter what I say it's going to it's going to offend somebody. Um good point, but, but I, yeah. I, I guess I guess um we're also um sensitive now and uh yeah, he did some really bad things and I'm not writing off any of that stuff. But um you know, okay. I'm not, well, I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna boycott the movie. I'm not gonna boycott the movie. Okay, I was gonna say take it, take it another step further, and talk about one of his really good movies that both of us enjoy, which you just mentioned, Usual Suspects. Would you tell someone based that has never seen the Usual Suspects, based on what has come out today, to not watch that movie just because of what? has surfaced now even though that movie was made years ago me i would tell them just you know i don't want to say ignore what kevin spacey did you can't ignore it but don't miss out on a wonderful amazing piece of art because of this stuff today it's still worth viewing 
You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I I guess you could be you you could be aware of it, but uh, not not condone any of it. But the movie is such a good movie. That's the thing. You're you don't want to miss out on such a good story and a good piece of art. Like you know, how many paintings in this world were done by people that paintings or sculptures or whatever that were done by horrible, awful people. And you don't go and burn those pieces of artwork. I mean, okay, this is this is going to be super fucking controversial. But oh, I'll say, man. all right, go for it. Hitler was a painter, you know. But when you know Hitler did all his shit, no one went out and grabbed all of his artwork that sells for a ridiculous amount of money, which it shouldn't. But they didn't go out, pull the shit out of museums, pull the shit out of galleries, and light it on fire in the streets. It has to be judged on its own merits. Granted, you need to remember, though, what that person did recently, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Make sure and have it in your mind, but try and value the art by itself, ignoring, oh, shit, that's really, I don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah, no. It's, uh, I, I think it's, I got my point across, but it's just it's trying hard, not man. to. Uh, yeah, I'm trying not to make it sound bad, but it's just. Yeah, it's hard uh, to uh, say what you want to say about it, but yeah, you know, don't not digging don't, a hole. Don't boycott a really good piece of art that was done in the past because of what some asshole is doing now or has done in more recent years. Still enjoy the art. You don't have to go out and be a microphone or a megaphone for said person that clearly has been proven to be in the wrong. But you also, you don't have to, you know, condone it, but still enjoy the art, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Enjoy it by itself. I think this is the first... go, Go past that. I think this is the first movie that I watched um, after the said yeah. controversy, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is the first piece of content that I've watched uh, that had Kevin Spacey in it and uh, since well, the stuff has come out. I've tried to watch, um, and I know I know people love it, and it was Netflix's first show, but um, I've tried to watch, uh, shit, now I'm spacing on the freaking name of it. You're spacing on Spacey's work? House House of Cards. Yeah, I'm spacing on Spacey's work. Uh, House of Cards. I, I've, I watched, like, the whole first season of House of Cards, and I freaking loved it. And then probably two or three episodes in on season two of House of Cards, and I just... I didn't like it. It just went a totally different way that I didn't expect it to go, and I didn't want it to go, and I thought it was a cop-out, and so I stopped watching it. And so every now and then, I will try and go back and like watch House of Cards again because everybody just raves about it and how good it is and how wonderful it is and all this stuff. But I still, I just, I have a hard time. Yeah, you know? I've all, I think I've only seen the first season, which was awesome. And that was um, before the whole fucking controversy. Yeah, yeah. And, so. uh, yeah, no, it was. And I think they're on their fifth or fourth season. I haven't even watched them. Shit, I think they're on more than... Uh, yeah, I think they're on at least five. But I haven't I haven't had time, partly. You know, there's, there's so much cool content being made, like... There's so much. It's ridiculous. Like, with... with, with Prime and 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 
Yeah. Netflix Netflix is just Netflix is killing it. like quadrupling yeah. down. They're just they're releasing stuff. I almost can't even watch it as fast as it comes out, which is great, right? Because they're creating new content and keeping people entertained and stuff. But like, wow, it's just amazing. Like I even started watching this new Medal of Honor series on Netflix and there's just there's so many things. There's on Amazon, there's the Marvelous Miss Maisel 2 just came out, season 2. And uh, that's amazing, man. Um, I know, I, know. I really want to see that. I've heard it's, great things. It's um, it's kind of a weird subject. It's like a comic in the 50s who's a female, but man, uh, like a stand-up comic. But it is so well done, you'll love it. Um. Uh, well, you know. and I like the, I like that main actress. I'm forgetting her name. I, I'm rough with names, dude. I, I can. I'm a visual person. I'm a photographer. I'm a visual person. So I terrible fucking names. But I remember faces and places and scenes and times and stuff like that really well. But I'm really bad at remembering names. But I, I recognize her from a bunch of stuff, and I really have enjoyed her work in the past. She's a good actress. Rachel. Brosnan, man, I'm not saying that right. Dang it! Um, yeah, the 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 main actress is uh, Rachel Brosnan Hunnan. Ah, man, no, I screwed that up. It's all right. I, I probably shouldn't have said anything. Anyway, okay. So uh, last one, last one, and I totally forgot he was in this movie until I just clicked on his name. Um, Kevin Spacey was in Seven. Yeah, oh, and dude. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he's the villain, and that's a movie where he's if, barely in it. But yes, he's yes, in. but still, I would encourage anyone to go see that movie. It is so phenomenal. I know it is one of your favorite movies of all time. Oh, I love Seven. Um, I just Seven I would not don't me. ignore a movie like that because of this asshole and what he's done now. And that was years ago too. Yeah, uh, Seven. Made me like Brad Pitt. Like before then, he was just this pretty boy actor guy who just did whatever and all the women swooned. And then he did that movie and I was like, all right. And then he did like Fight Club right after that. And I was like, yes. So like yeah. he. Oh, yeah. So so like it, you know, and he, he did um that Bruce Willis in, in the time traveling movie that no one even talks about anymore. But that movie was awesome. Um. All right, Mike, so I'm going to try and get us back on track because we totally went hardcore off track and we're at 26 minutes. But it's an important (laughs) topic, and this is a movie, again, we've talked about it. This is an older movie. We're 90% sure most of you have seen it, but that is an important topic to discuss, especially our views being not so much movie critics but movie lovers, I guess. Oh, that's a good question I have for you, too. I'll ask it after I ask this question. Okay. Mike, how does the Marvel Cinematic Universe relate to Fred Claus? All right. Well, uh, thanks for asking. Um, Fred Claus, uh, the composer for this movie, is Christoph Beck. And he's worked on tons and tons of things. But he worked on Ant-Man and the Wasp and the original Ant-Man. Nice. Okay, so, again, this is not related to Fred Claus at all. But I just, 
this question just popped in my head. And being this towards the end of the year, and we're going to do our, I think we're going to do an award show kind of thing for our one year anniversary in February, something like that. But um, I was going to call us film critics, but we're not really film critics. We're more like movie lovers that just like to talk about them, but I guess we're kind of film critics or whatever. So here's my question to you, Mike. How many movies do you need to watch in a year to go from kind of hardcore movie lover to someone that can objectively look at a movie, review a movie, critique a movie, and talk about a movie like what we do? I don't want to call us critics because we are published on our own platform. I guess we are kind of, but no one else really cares. So whatever. But I guess we're kind of critics. We re- we're reviewers. Yeah. We'll yeah, go with I, reviewers. I, yeah, we're reviewers. Yeah. So Movie what? Reviewers. Why? Why do we get to be reviewers and the average person not? Why do you and I get to have this title of reviewer? Then. You know, I mean, how many movies does it take to see in a year to consider yourself a reviewer? Now, I'm even saying this before we did the podcast because, you know, you and I see I a ridiculous amount of movies. But my personal opinion, um, I guess I'll go first on my question. I was going to have you go first, but uh, I'll go first. Screw it. All right. All right. You go first then. I feel that to consider yourself a critic, a reviewer, a person that can objectively look at a piece of art as a movie and talk about its positives, negatives, what's good, what's bad, instead of just being wowed by a movie and just saying, oh, this is great. I think you need to see a minimum of 100 movies a year in the theater. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh... That's, that, folks, sounds like a big number. But it really isn't. It's two movies a week. That's all it is. And I know for a fact that you and I see at least two movies a week in the theaters. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I would say that that is probably a correct assessment. Um, I've loved movies. Man, I, I couldn't even tell you exactly when. I mean, we used to to go and rent these movies for 49 cents, you know, at the, the video store. God, dude, do you remember we would come out with stacks of them and it was only a one night rental and we'd walk out of there with four or five movies and have them done by the morning. Yeah. We'd watch this movies. And then I, you know, I got, I got jobs working at movie theaters where I actually got paid to watch movies before they came out. That was literally my favorite part of the job. But uh, I don't know. I just I will watch movies forever. Like I still I just watch movies all the time. I I just love watching movies. So I I don't even know. Um, here's a good way to put it. I will. I will go and watch a bad movie in a movie theater, then watch a good movie at home that I already own and have already seen. I'll get up and I will pay money to go to a movie theater to have that experience to watch a movie in a theater, even if it's not the best movie. Yeah, no, I will too. I'll, I'll, my usual thing, like one of my favorite things to do every weekend is to go watch a movie. Um, it doesn't really matter what it is. And like this weekend, this particular weekend, I haven't seen a movie at a theater and it's really weird to me. 
Because almost every single weekend, I go see a movie once, twice, maybe three times in the theater. Yeah. Well, it's kind of strange to me, too, because I haven't... uh I usually go, I'd like to go on the weekends, but I tend to work a little bit on the weekends, especially right now. So I will go during the week, but I'll see, I typically try and see a movie on Mondays, Thursdays, maybe Fridays, maybe Wednesday, but I'll literally go during the week. Like I'll go either straight when I get off work or I'll go home, eat dinner, and then I'll catch the late night show. But I haven't seen anything this past week and it's a little odd. It's kind of nice because uh, I've been quite busy this week with work and everything, but uh, it's still a little odd that I didn't get to see a movie this week, but there just was nothing to go see. There really wasn't. No, basically since Thanksgiving, nothing new has come out, which is shocking to me. But Well, I think they're just going to hit us like a time bomb. And I, what's interesting, too, is uh, I think Star Wars this time last year either just came out or was getting ready to come out. And so we don't have any of that. But there's some pretty big blockbusters coming out soon, so... Yeah, but I'm also excited, like, uh, on a little side note, I'm excited to see uh, the latest Clint Eastwood movie, The Mule. Oh, Man, dude, I th- really want to see that. He, he won't stop. We were just, uh, Maniacal Mags and, and I were just talking about how he's probably going to die filming movies. He's yeah, just going to go until he, he dies. Sight. Yeah. yeah. He'll just die, like, acting or producing or something. He'll yeah. just, like, fall ill and they'll take him to a hospital and, like, a week later he'll just pass. That's yeah, probably no, what'll happen. It's pretty crazy because he's eighty-eight, I think. No, I th- yeah, he's at least that. I think. I think he might be older than that. But yeah, yeah, dude, that's insane. But like, that movie looks amazing. It looks really good. So, all right, Mike. Well, um, we probably should finish out talking about Fred Claus. Yes, we should. Um. You know, I know this episode probably is not really about Fred Claus at all. It's a little bit. We got off topic hard, but yeah, we it's did important off topics of some of them. Maybe not the what makes a movie yeah, great yeah, shit. But the, the, but the, the, the Kevin Spacey, the stuff. Kevin Spacey thing. Yeah, yeah. but still, um, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have seen Fred Claus or at least parts of Fred Claus. I enjoy it. Um, it's not. Uh, it's not on the level of Christmas Vacation, or it's not on the level of a Christmas Story, or something like that. But I'll say, you know, for me, the winter holidays, the Christmas holidays, Hanukkah, all that stuff is not complete without me viewing Fred Claus at least once, even if it's just bits and pieces on TV, because it's just, it's such an interesting, different, odd kind of story. You know, I mean, nobody ever would think, oh, well, Santa Claus has a brother and he's disgruntled, you know? (laughs) <laughs> so i yeah I just, yeah it's, yeah it's you're, you're right you're right it is a, a a much darker kind of look at at that kind of stuff um i actually uh ironically matt before we started um doing the pod was watching krampus nice which is, which is kind of a horror slash uh christmas movie kind of like almost is very similar to Christmas Vacation in some ways, but then of course it's not in other ways. But yeah, um, these different kind of movies are 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 interesting to see. You know, it's not always roses and happy endings. Well, but Fred Claus does have a very nice happy ending, and that's what 
keeps it a PG rating and keeps it a kids movie and things like that. But it's it's legitimately dark. It just ends on a very happy note because, you know, Fred steps up, fills the shoes of his brother. Um, you know, he reconciles with his girlfriend. You know, yeah. it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It it, it cleans up nicely. At it the cleans end there. up yeah. well. Yeah, but it's a it's a very happy movie at the end, but. The three quarters of the movie is pretty dark. Is kind of revengeful. I mean, they even get in a fist fight in a sled, a <laughs> snowmobile right. sled. Yeah, yeah, they you know. do. They do get in a fist fight. Yeah. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's it's not going to win any awards. It never won any, any awards, but it's still a fun, entertaining movie with a unique story. I think it's well worth a watch. Um, you know, Mike. Uh, I'm not even going to have you ask it. I'm just going to say I give uh, Fred Claus four reels out of five. Oh, man. Nice. Nice, dude. Um, it's a good solid B. Yeah. For for, for me, uh, this movie, I don't know. I I don't get as much out of it. So for me, it's it's a three reels. Uh, you know, it's, it's a good Christmas movie. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I love Vince Vaughn. He's he's great in all kinds of movies, and this was even a pairing up of uh, the same director that did Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, I I you know I don't know. It's just not it's just not one of your favorites. Well, but you gave it a for you, I guess I would call it a good score. For me, it would be an average score. But you yeah. seem to give more threes than than fours or fives, which is you know that's how it should be, I guess. But you know when I <laughs> when I say I enjoy a movie, I typically hit it with a four. Yeah. If I love yeah, yeah. A, if I love a movie, I'll hit it with a five. But uh, right, right, right. But yeah, I you know it's fun. It's fun. It is. It is. And Paul Giamatti is hilarious. Vince Vaughn is hilarious. Everybody does well. Even the little kid that is, um, uh, I. I I don't want to say, I guess you would call him Fred Claus's buddy, the kid that his dad died and he's like hiding out from adoption services and they finally capture him. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and that's, I think, the same kid that was in, um, oh, uh, the movie with Paul Rudd and Stifler. I oh, think it's yeah. the same. I think it's the same kid. I think. I'm not, not 100% sure. Maybe I should check real quick. Uh, you can look if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, st- stall, stall, Matt. Oh, there you go. Bobby's Bobby J. Thompson. It's has a weird spelling. What? Hold on. What movie were you thinking? Um the the one with Paul Rudd and uh, you know it's like where they're larping the live action role playing and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Is oh, he in there? Yeah. Oh dude, that that movie is fantastic. Um. Uh, oh, Grona or what is, is oh, it called? See, now I'm really bad with names. No, it's not a. Uh, it's it's not grown ups. It's um, what is it called? Ah, uh, dude, now you're gonna you're hurting my brain now. Role models. Nice. Role models. Yes, he's yeah, he, he is the kid from Role Models. He is Ronnie uh, from Role Models. Uh, yep. uh, okay, all right, all right, good. good. I, I didn't right, even sorry. put that. I didn't even put that together, man. You nailed that. That was good. <laughs> But yeah, Role Models, that's another fun one. It's not going to set any records or the world on fire, but it's still a pretty funny, fun little movie. Yeah, yeah. And that's the first movie where I saw that Ambien could ruin your life. (laughs) Uh, 
Oh, dude, that was so funny. That was great. <laughs> Anyways, so so uh, you know if if you're wondering about the side effects of Ambien, you guys need to watch role models. Watch anyway, role models. Stiffler Stiffler passes out naked <laughs> publicly. <laughs> oh. All right, Mike. Well, I I don't know what else I can say about Fred Claus other than you know if you uh, haven't seen it, it's worth a watch, especially if it pops up on TV. You know, if you want to go out and rent it or something, that's fine too. But I uh, I'd probably wait until it's on a streaming service or it's on TV or something. Well, the thing about rentals is there's not even really rentals unless it's renting from like Amazon well, or yeah, renting iTunes because yeah, there's a like streaming like, service. Yeah, the old. The old days of the, the blockbusters and stuff are all gone. So, yeah, but you can just sit there and pull up your Amazon, and it'll be, you know, that's one thing. They're they're not like cheap rentals. There's like never cheap rentals. It's always like three, four, or five bucks. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, even if it's like uh, like back when I had cable, like you could rent movies on cable and stuff, but it was not cheap. It was like five or six bucks, and and like. I don't even know what iTunes is, but I'm sure it's equivalent. And then, like, they charge you more for, like, HD and all that stuff. And Oh, yeah. But, like, say today, if uh, ha- Hastings still existed here or in, you know, our hometown of the uh, SV, um, you could walk in the door, and I bet you this movie would be a 49-cent rental. Yeah, it would be. But, of course, this time of year, you wouldn't be able to get it. No, it'd be gone. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have one copy of it, and every single time you went in there, it'd be gone. And so you'd be, you know, you remember asking them at Blockbuster and at Hastings, hey, can you check the bin? You remember doing that? Oh, yeah, man. Checking the bin. <laughs> yeah, they hated us. Oh, yeah. Hey, can you check the bin? Every single time. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, this movie's gone. Can you check the bin real quick? God, I remember doing that. They used to hate that. Anyways. Yeah. All right, Mike. Well, I think let's bring this to a close. I am done. I don't need to say anything more. Go check out Fred Claus. I think you'll enjoy it, especially this time of year. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And um, I don't think we have much more to talk about for uh, this this week. So. Uh, oh, and uh, we haven't decided what the hell we're going to do next week because there's so much going on. I think we're probably going to have to do two new movies next week for sure, at least, if okay. not three. If right. not three, we might have to do three. We might. It might be a. You know, maybe we could do that. We could do a like a twofer. We could do like two movies in one, one pod and one movie in another. Or we could do three pods. I don't know, but it's okay. All it's right. going to get maybe we yeah maybe we can crazy do, brother. Yeah, it's going to yeah. get crazy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do like a a double double feature review in one. So we'll just. Shorten well, everything up real quick, and we'll yeah, put it we're in. doing really great at that. As we're hitting almost forty-five minutes here. No, well, I mean, there's some stuff in the beginning we're going to cut out, so it's fine, people. It's fine, uh, people. Bear with us, people. Well, we could do like uh, what's his face, um, your favorite um, YouTube reviewer, uh, Chris Duckman. Yeah, uh, he did one recently. He got really behind. I don't know if you saw this or not. But uh, uh, I don't know if I saw it, but okay. He got crazy behind on his reviews, and he did like ten in like one fifteen-minute video, and he <laughs> just called on, he just called them quick reviews, and so we could do something kind of like that, you know? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think he's going to film school, ironically. Um, this well, good guy, for him. He's, uh, you know, he, he makes his living off of YouTube now, but uh, he's had a passion for film, and now he's like, you know what? I'm going to go to school. So he's going to film school, and and so I think that's been hard well, to try and do YouTube and, and film school. He also said that he's made one movie already, but... Yeah, he's he made a couple. A yeah, he's made a couple like movies, and he's shown them on YouTube, and they're terrible. But um, hey, he's doing it though. He's living the dream. No, if, no. if I had the balls to make a movie, I would do it. No, he did a lot. Like um, he seemed very um, Steven Spielberg esque when he, you know, like he got a bunch of his friends together and they filmed some stuff, and you know, it's not great, and they experiment with effects and stuff, but. Um, yeah, no, he's doing it. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, so now he's going to film school. So we'll see, but. All right. So just next, next week, just on Friday or this week, sorry, not next week, this week, just on Friday of this week, there are four movies I want to see that come out. There's Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. There's Once Upon a Deadpool, which is only going to be in the theaters for two weeks. Is that is that really coming out? Is that a real thing? Yep, it right. is. Uh, didn't I tell you about it? Yeah, no, I I saw a trailer for it, but I wasn't sure if it was real or not. It's fucking Deadpool. No, it has twenty <laughs> minutes. It has twenty minutes of additional footage in the PG thirteen cut that was has not been seen before, including on the on the DVD and Blu ray. I think they might have gone and reshot some stuff just for this. But don't you know why they're doing it? They're raising money for the Fuck Cancer Foundation. No, that's awesome. That's why it's Actually, only a two-week release. Every single dollar spent to see it goes to that um, organization. Oh. Well, that's really cool. So it's super limited, two weeks only. That's it. I don't even know if we'll get it. I think we will. But anyway, so I want to see it just yeah, to support. Maybe my you know. area won't get it, but well, hopefully we will. Once and Upon a Deadpool. That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. Well, it's Deadpool 2, but they're theming it Once Upon a Deadpool. They even have movie posters and stuff. And then the Clint Eastwood movie, The Mule, comes out. And then Mortal Engines comes out. That's all just Friday. Yeah, and Mortal Engines, Peter Jackson's new thing. And it looks kind of steampunky. And it looks yeah. fun. I want to see it. It might be a hot mess. But it could I think be it'll terrible, be a, but I'm hoping it's good. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun hot mess. I really do. <laughs> Fun hot mess it is. I, I definitely want to see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I know I'll probably end up seeing that at least probably two or three times. Because uh, I know my nephew, uh, Michael, who is the Venom advocate, is a big fan of Spider-Man, but not as much as, you know, he is Venom. So I think he'll probably want to see it with me when I'm down for Christmas. And then my youngest nephew is really into Spider-Man now, like crazy into Spider-Man. So I know I'm probably going to have to take him to see it, too. So I'll probably see that at least twice. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, that's cool. He's he's into Spider-Man. It's oh, awesome. Oh, dude, he's crazy into it. My uh, uh, Michael is allowing him to play my parents' Xbox. Michael can say it's his all he wants, but we know the truth. My parents bought it. And so uh, he started playing one of the older Spider-Man games, and he is obsessed. He loves oh. it so much. So, anyways... All right, so we'll figure out between those four which two we're going to go see. All right, sounds good. Or three, or whatever. 
So, anyways, all right, Mike, take us out. All right, everybody. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you uh, next week with our latest pod. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.